0: It's your boy, Robbie Dean, back with another one of those fire-ass episodes of Me Blanc Amigo. And this is episode 56, Proposition Over Purpose. In this episode, I linked up with the homie Mark for another legendary episode of Me Blanc Amigo. This episode, I went deep into the realm of... uh. Deep thought, I guess, would be the terms. I don't know. I'm just talking right now. Um, In this episode, I speak on how I had a uh, dream where Kanye became the president, and he gave me some real fucking nuggets to life that I've been applying from uh, episode to episode to week to week to week. Um, Also, in this episode, we also speak on how King Kendrick is the one to claim the throne. Is that the right way to say it? King Kendrick is the right one to claim the throne. Um, I've been getting crazy at the episodes the last few weeks, claiming this guy's the next, claiming this guy's the next, claiming this guy's the next. One thing I come to realization with Kendrick is he is the one, he is the only, and he strikes when he feels like. I'm gonna leave it at that. We also speak on how um, our favorite Kendrick albums, um, Kanye. Uh, Coronavirus update And my gym finally being shut down I'm going on day 8 or 10 without the gym And you know I miss it uh, Other than that man I asked and left a good question About would you rather be blind Or deaf in a lifetime Which one would you rather be? Probably um, deaf I want to <laughs> 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 see shit I mean that's kind of hard not hearing shit ever again and not seeing shit ever again i don't know i might have to be blind i picked my senses up in the room but good little debate to end the episode with other than that man follow my instagram at r-o-b-e-i-w-h-y again that's r-o-b-e-i-w-h-y and like always like always like always baby uh like my shit comment on my shit and subscribe to my shit like the motherfucking white girls in the valley check check i'm out check check what you got
1: what the fuck (laughs) is we
0: doing? (laughs) episode 50 fucking six man these Back to the backs to backs to backs to backs on fire. No Drake, we getting better every episode now for real. No War fire. War fire. Um, Boyega. last episode, we left you with the entertainment side of shit. Mm-hmm. Episode 56, uh, this shit was done on the fly. It's crazy, episode 55. No, matter of fact, episode fifty-five ain't even came out yet. Yeah, but episode fifty-five was recorded on a Saturday.
1: Yeah, it's past Saturday.
0: Yeah. Uh, shouts to your your nephew, being born.
1: Yes, sir, little Noah. What's going on, man? I can't wait to beat your ass when you get older. Mm-hmm.
0: And coincidentally, episode fifty-six is done at a awkward slash opportune time, it, if that's a word. It is. Episode fifty-six. Uh, you were randomly off on a Thursday Yeah. Did you take the day off or they closing the office On Corona shit I took the day off man Bet. It ain't Bet. had
1: nothing to do with Corona I was just like shit I don't feel like going into that <laughs> I got a good attendance so you know I'm a top performer they ain't gonna fuck with me
0: Um We was just uh speaking On how we no, no 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 I'm tripping I did not expect Yeah we was talking on the DMs this morning what And mean? um we were speaking on hip-hop, and I showed you a real-life example of a street nigga who don't know how to fucking use yeah, a computer.
1: that's a damn
0: shame, too. <laughs> what he say? what he say? Hey, ain't y'all know how to load a motherfucking basic-ass video to YouTube? Can somebody do that for me? Nigga, a seven-year-old could do that shit. Like, <laughs> exactly. It's, it's so, it literally,
1: bruh. You must not, you must be completely computer illiterate if you cannot upload a video to YouTube. It's, it's not hard, my nigga.
0: At all. It takes five minutes to get on YouTube and figure that shit out.
1: Yes, nigga, go to the setting, go to Frequently Asked Questions, nigga, or Google <laughs> that
0: shit. Do you think he can spell frequently without a smartphone? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. You definitely need that dictionary for the autocorrect, nigga. Exactly. Um... So, we was exchanging back and forth on that shit. We was talking about radio versus podcast also as well. That might be a whole side topic as well. Radio, radio, versus, radio podcast? versus podcast? Radio versus Might mm. be right there. Down. Yeah. Um, in the midst of all that, you told me, you slipped up and told me, nigga, you was off today. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to pack my shit and head to my editing spot. Mm-hmm. My little isolation spot. Yeah. AKA my pop's garage. Yeah. I love editing in that space. It's just... A good energy every time I go there. I probably recorded a good fifteen to twenty episodes in that motherfucker. Word? Edited at least over thirty to forty episodes in that motherfucker. How the
1: acoustic sound in it?
0: Uh it's more spacey. It's more spacey. Now when we end this episode it's gonna be the first time I've edited with uh two microphones and two pop filters, so
1: You can't say pop and forget to smoke.
0: Yeah, nigga. That amazing editing ability. I mean, that amazing pop filter. It just saved the day. Mm-hmm. Um, episode 56, I'm just rambling. I want to get straight into it. Straight like that. What's good? <clears throat> I've been speaking on a lot of uh, Turn Up and Vibes curator-esque music lately. Mm-hmm. And I was at my lady crib. Shout-outs to my lady. Hey, baby. Um, vibes in this bitch. Hope you had a good day. Uh... I was at her crib. She was on her, I want to fold clothes with you shit. <laughs> <laughs> she Shout was, out, was that episode 54? Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, she was applying some um, facial cream to me. She was helping me with my breakouts and shit. Word. And for some reason, I had the Kendrick playing. Mm-hmm. What Kendrick? Uh... Damn, a little bit of damn, a little bit I of damn, damn playing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I remember. That's my shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my <laughs> shit too. You got the collector's edition? I don't believe I. You do. gotta get it. You got an Apple two? Might as well. Um, so she was applying some of this banana base shit to my face that really helped me with my breakouts because I've been smoking and drinking and a lot of uh, champagne with sugar mm. and all that shit, like mm. smoking blacks and all that shit is mm-hmm. really, called, I got sensitive skin and it's causing Great. my shit to break out.
1: Likewise.
0: And uh, yeah, once she applied to that shit, um, you know, she, she was showing real affection, applying the shit to my face with the Kendrick plant in the background. Yeah. It was a real moment, a yeah. real vibe. The sex behind after that was amazing. I bet. I bet. <laughs> we had the Kendrick playing while we was fucking, matter of fact. That's crazy. Um, So by the time all that got done and I washed the shit off and we got busy and Kendrick was playing for a good 30-45 minutes, mm-hmm. she not even a Kendrick head. And she was just like, yo, he just changed the whole tone for the night and was fucking with it and all Her. That. She's a big R&B chick. Big on R&B. Okay, okay. Um... I came to the conclusion, man. All hail King Kendrick. Yeah. The boy is the one. Yeah. He really is. Yeah. And my opinion changes on who's the one damn near every seven days. I know that. Uh I know I'm Uh fake when it comes to that. Mad fake. It's something that... Fuck you. (laughs) Every (laughs) motherfucker we... Oh, he the one. He Neo. He... (laughs) Nigga, make up your mind, nigga. (laughs) I can't stick to it. It's a different era. Like, niggas is literally the hottest thing in the world for, like, 72 hours. And, and one
1: week is DDG. What the fuck? Next week is Travis Scott. Uh, then it's J. Cole. First you down in J. Cole. Then it goes back to J. Cole. Now it's Kendrick. But I can I can solidly say that, uh, yeah, Kendrick is King a goat.
0: motherfucking Kendrick. Yes, sir. The boy is and you know what the thing is you don't have like with me I don't like whole Kendrick albums even what? I can't we gotta flip that to the backwards flip that to the back I can't even get to my point without fucking up the next point okay um I don't even like whole Kendrick albums and I gotta skip a point out of that but usually a good five to eight Kendrick songs I love and I blast per album yeah I can see that and then the other size is like if i'm busy and i can't get to my phone to change the song you just going to let it ride i let it ride i'm right. not even tripping um what is your favorite
1: kendrick album that's a great question um and again shout out to king kendrick i think uh, to pimp butterfly anniversary just passed not too long ago like a couple days or a week ago some shit like that yeah uh, so shout out to pimp shout out to kendrick into pimp butterfly pop yeah. I don't how you say it <laughs> uh Favorite Kendrick album, that's kind of hard because to me, they're all classes. But if I had to choose one, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's
0: time. Don't rush. Take your time.
1: Uh, let me see. It's probably going to have to be Good Kid, Mad City. Mm. Uh, just because the time that that came out, that came out in 12. is eight years ago. I was 22.
0: That was 13. That 12, was 13. 13. I remember what the fuck? That say 12 cause It definitely do. But I remember... Fact check you nigga. I remember being in my one bed. I have just moved out and got my first apartment. Mm. I remember selling dope to that album. Mm. Not dope, but weed. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? I remember selling weed to that album. And that was 2013 at the earliest.
1: Yeah. That's probably when you just like... It might have hit... It might have dropped like in the 2012 or some shit.
0: Probably october Yeah. Um... I remember fucking riding around making traps to sing about me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sing About Me, Dying Thirst.
0: Bruh, that you know, whole... Like, shut off and it's my turn to settle down. My main concern. concern. Promise <laughs> that you will sing about me. <laughs> go Promise that you will sing about
1: me. So that album, to me, had the most like bangers on it. Um... To Pimper Butterfly was, uh, it was like kind of revolutionary. You know, he was letting him letting people know what he about. You know, it was a black pride, you know, black power kind of album uh, mm-hmm. to Pimper Butterfly. It had a lot of subliminal meanings and uh, a lot of overt on the surface, uh, you know, messages too. And uh, that me- that album was definitely fire. It was so- it's an album that makes somebody think that I feel like uh, it's like a movie like uh, fucking, what's it called? With fucking Roots or some shit yeah. you know it's like a classic yeah, yeah. movie that's picture going picture was like that on right, that album. right yeah, yeah dead ass so it's like it's just a, it's a classic album that uh, I feel like all black people should listen to um, and even not black people everybody needs to listen to it because it gives like some history uh, To Pimp a Butterfly was awesome The Untitled Unmastered was dope Damn was good but I'm gonna have to say my even Section 80 was probably my might be like my second favorite mm. just because when it came out and I never forget you, the person that put me on Kendrick Lamar. Mm-hmm. I will never forget. He was like, "Mark, you from the West Coast? You ain't heard of Kendrick?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Nah." We were sitting in uh sitting in an old neighborhood on the west. I mean, on the east side, Charlotte Seven okay. smoking like, that yeah, like three buns yeah. back back
0: that day. I remember that. Shit.
1: Hot boxing. <laughs> raining no windows. Down. Yeah, it was raining, so he couldn't let the windows yep. down. Yeah, I remember that. We was shit. in there, goddamn, just choking. Mm -hmm. Uh, listening to and I was I was blown away Uh, I forgot what it was that you played for me I think it was ADHD it was something yeah uh, I think it was ADHD it was Ronald
0: Reagan era yeah yes whoop-de-whoop whoop-de-whoop that was my
1: shit I became a fan that day yeah the first time I heard that nigga I was like oh he is he the truth and uh he even said himself like he was ordained for this like you know what I'm saying? He was chosen. Like he knew he was going to be one of the best rappers in the game. And uh yeah, shout out to Kendrick and shout out to good kid, Matt city. That's definitely my favorite uh Kendrick album.
0: Now, my favorite Kendrick album is easily Section 80. Mm. Easily. Got you. Um, That's my number 2. It's so many cuts on that shit. Uh come on, bruh. Hold up. Yeah. I wrote this record, while 30,000 feet in the yeah, air. Yeah. Steward is complimenting me on my nappy, nappy hair. hair. Come yeah. on, Yo, bro. ADHD. Yeah. No makeup. Yeah. Ronald Reagan era. Yeah. And my favorite, rigor mortis. Oh, my God.
1: And in the video, rigor mortis? Yeah. That's when I knew. I was like, yeah, yeah. this that's the homie right there. Mm-hmm. He is going to be a great. Yes. Rigor mortis was a fool. Blow my high. <laughs> With a Lee on the hook. Right. Oh my God. Cushion Corinthians? Yes. Just smoking my cusp reading mm-hmm. Corinthians. Yeah,
0: BJ the Chicago kid on there. And to top all that shit off, high power. High power. <laughs> high power. That's easily Kendrick's coldest album, bro, to me. And it's not by a long shot, but it's just the strongest one to me. It was the introduction to great. They always say your first yeah. album is your best work. Yeah. And I feel like he's been not chasing that album but he like i feel like after that album he felt like there's no competition out here for me and Facts. that's the greatest body of work he's been trying to beat i truly feel like that. with um um with uh what you call it section 80 with section 80 yeah he's been in competition with himself
1: but i yeah i can say that uh, just like fucking Eminem said, he was like, there's never gonna be another High My Name is, you know what I'm saying? It's like mm. that was that shit put him on. Uh and just like with movies with you got sequels, the yeah. the 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 original is always usually better than any of the sequels. But I would I would argue a bit to say that he's like all of his projects have consistently kind of been on that same wave and have that same kind of impact. That uh, section eighty had. I think it's because, like you said, it's his introductory, so it's gonna sit with people so much more. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna it's gonna resonate and last longer to them. It's gonna be their favorites because it was the first shit that they heard from. Them. Yeah. Um. And again, it's it's really hard. Just like the benchmark we was talking about with Jordan, Kobe, and LeBron. It's yeah. like it's the original. You, you're not gonna really. Get necessarily better than that because that's what puts you on the map. Honestly, that's probably what solidified him as a great. His first fucking album. It was.
0: Know? I remember having this conversation with Paul. You remember Paul?
1: Yeah, Paul Marshall. Nah, just stop, saying old Damn, Damn, stop saying whole names. Damn, my bad. Niggas name. don't know. Hey, shout out Paul Evo Lottie. I don't know what the fuck he doing now. Um, that nigga was funny.
0: <laughs> I miss that nigga. Nah? <laughs> I remember having a conversation with him around like 2010ish, mm-hmm. and him asking me my top five. And I threw Kendrick in my top five then. Yeah, this was before, right. I want to say right after Section 80, before Good Kid, M.A.D. City. I remember throwing Kendrick in my top ten, and it's crazy how motherfuckers who will become family of this podcast. Some of you will either love me or some of you will hate me because you feel like I'm reaching.
1: And don't worry, because I, I love and hate this nigga too. <laughs> you saying some dumb shit
0: like "bro, get out." But at the same time, you gotta understand, I make my assessments from a foresight. I'm predicting down the road when I make estimates, and I'm talking out my ass. I'm not talking. Yes, yeah, some of it is solid evidence right there in the moment. But I truly believe in potential and what some of these people have, and I have the foresight to see where they're going with it, unless some crazy shit happened to them in life.
1: Right, right. Um,
0: anything you want to speak on Kendrick before we get off this subject? Damn, that was a nice little intro on Kendrick. Yeah, yeah shout, shout out Concrete Kenny. The Kendrick episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, whatever the name gonna be. Uh, shout out Concrete Kenny. Can't wait till you put out something else, man. I know. Oh, uh, you remember the Black Panther album? I didn't get into it. I didn't get into it, into it but it, it definitely had some, uh, some hot shit on there, some hot tracks on there um, that he was on and he featured. Uh, shout out to Concrete Kenny, man. Can't wait till you drop your next project, bro. The whole world is waiting on that.
0: Definitely. Quick bullshit. I ain't gonna say bullshit, but come on, nigga. We wait.
1: And matter of fact, real quick, TDE. I just got to speak on this. TDE. They still strong I'm trying to see What else TDE's doing tde is got some of my favorite artists J-Rock Isaiah Rashad Your boy If y'all don't know Who Isaiah Rashad is Please look my man up Look up the Sylvia demo Look up Shot You Down With him and J-Rock Check them out TDE is strong Schoolboy Q I'm waiting. Yeah, I'm waiting. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Give us some TDE. Soul Oh, my man. Oh, Ab and Reason. Ab soul, uh just dropped a couple of tracks with a uh, Reason. One's called Flick It Up, and then there's a. New... Oh, yeah. I didn't think
0: you heard. It. I was gonna ask you to play that. Early. That shit
1: fire, cause
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Ab, one of my. Ever since uh, I heard Terrorist Threat, shout out to my homeboy D Artist. Um, me and him used to listen. <laughs> yeah, that was my shit. We used to. Uh, we. I mean. I, I can I can tell a lot about a person Based upon their music choice Yeah And if you if your music choice Is somewhat similar to mine Then we probably gonna get along You know what I mean And me and D Artist, We uh back in Winston-Salem State Man we used to smoke uh In the bathroom uh In the dorm With a towel under the shit Listening to Outkast And all other kinds of shit He done put me on hella music I done put him on some shit too mm-hmm. And Shit, what was I saying? Uh, oh, not outcast, but uh, oh yeah, Abso. Abso he put know, me on yeah. Ab. He put me on terrorist threats. From the time I heard terrorist threats, I knew Absol had potential. He kind of Absol reminded me kind of like a like a Lupe Fiasco a bit because everybody knows he has the lyrical ability,
0: yeah,
1: uh, and the creativity and all of that. But we haven't seen enough evidence.
0: Now, do you remember around that time period? Absol put out a project called Control System.
1: Mm, 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 Classic. mm, mm -hmm.
0: Bohemian Grove. Oh my god. We just
1: sneaking in Bohemian Grove.
0: Hey, that was my shit What the fuck is this? Hey, that's when I came back to school and uh, I went back to school. I went right back to school. I just dropped out and re enrolled. And I used to play that shit every day on the way to class. That was around a time when niggas thought Absol was gonna be the one. Yeah, I did. I did. They thought he was gonna be the one out the crew. And it truly felt like, cause that's when it was Black Hippie. Mm hmm. And it felt like iron was sharpening iron. Steel yes, was sharpening steel. Yeah. What the fuck happened to Absol?
1: Just like I don't know what the fuck happened to Isaiah Rashad. Um, part of me thinks that, you know, Kendrick just. i I don't know bro that's that's good i feel like they just couldn't keep up you know what i'm saying uh they didn't have as much as they thought that they did you know when it came to producing like production of putting out content you know what i'm saying you can have one hot song but if kendrick got 20 then nobody pays attention to you bro like you know what i'm saying you got to keep it consistent and that's what i'm saying with kendrick ever since uh good i mean not good kid but um What's the first track with ADHD? I mean, the first album? Uh, um, section 80. Yeah, ever since Section 80, he has consistently put out great music. Not subpar music, but great fucking music. Them mm. niggas, can, I can't really say that. Abso, he, he has no content for
0: us to even judge off of. Do you feel like TDE forced Kendrick into the limelight and pushed the rest of them back? Because even Q felt like a threat to Kendrick at one point. And now it's just like... Uh, he's just a homie
1: Something happened
0: All them niggas feel like they No disrespect honestly Because all them niggas can rap when it's time to rap right. Still to this day I know that for a fact And they heard shit from half of them uh, Do you feel like <clears throat> What the hell was I about to say Do you feel like TDE made them niggas take a step back Or did they lose confidence in themselves Watching Kendrick blossom
1: I think it could have been a little bit of both uh, I think that they saw the most potential with Kendrick like in a way that he could take the world by storm so it's like if you if you got it's your strongest soldier you're going to put him up front you feel me why put your strongest soldier in the back uh, yeah, it makes sense for them to put it on the limelight, like, and then maybe that had an effect on the morale of the other members of TDE. Yeah. Um. Cause think about it, man. Based off a of control system, and what's that other album that uh that Absol dropped? Um. Like two, three, four years later. Uh, these days.
0: Yeah, when he was sitting down and yeah, in the yeah, stands, yeah, it wasn't the, the same. It was
1: it was I ain't gonna say it was trash, but compared to what I know he's capable of, yes. it was fucking trash. Something was Yeah, different. it was off like something bro, was different. Give me that terrorist threats vibe with Danny, you know what I'm saying? It's like y'all niggas changed. Even Danny. Even yeah, even Danny fell off. You know what I'm saying? Like all these niggas, like, is it
0: really true that your first project is your best work?
1: Kendrick had more something to say, man. Nah, because first project, best work It's probably the most memorable work Mm. because it's the first thing, you know what I'm saying? Just like your first child, who you lose your virginity to, the first always has a deeper impact. I wouldn't necessarily say it's his best project, but it's what allowed him to continue, you know what I'm saying? For people to still want to listen. Your first project has to be your hardest to get the attention of the masses and all these critics that we have now. It's got to be the hardest. So, he did he did what he had to do. I, I really don't... I think that TDE, if they did put him at the limelight, it was a strategic move. And I would have done the exact same thing. Schoolboy, you know...
0: Kendrick... Did it honest, work? Huh? Did it work? I know you're did about it work to say for who? something. I know you're about to go in, but did it work for TDE? Like... Think if TDE would have just hired more staff, even though I'm sure they couldn't have. But if they could have just hired more staff, more producers, more in-house engineers to just pamper and give the same attention to Kendrick that they did for all four or five of them niggas. Could it have worked?
1: Yeah. Yes yes and no. Because that's exactly what I was about to say. Um, Kendrick is a cultivation of all of TDE. Mm. he has every... He can he can do some uh, Tookie Nose type shit. Yeah. He can do... he can You know what I'm saying? And, and it'd be hard. And then still throw in some absolute conscious shit. You and know what I'm hit saying?
0: you with some these walls. You feel me?
1: <laughs> you feel me? And then hit you yeah, with some scissor on like, you know, with some little R&B kind of aspect to it with some jazziness. Then hit you with some, uh, you know what I'm saying? Some rawness that uh, Isaiah Rashad might have. And then plus, you know, some... Was a little bit of J-Rock in there. He, I feel like, is a cultivation of all of them niggas. So, I feel even if they did still give all of them that attention, he still would have took off, bro. Because they're like one-trick ponies, in a way. Schoolboy, they typecast it. Schoolboy is a gangster rapper. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they did typecast. They typecast their own people.
1: They typecast it. The people typecast it themselves. With with how they do it. If they didn't want to do it, then they would have been Kendrick. That's how they, like i don't even feel like they like the industry type or them or, or the people did it's who they are so or you know it's their personality that mantra so they just fed into it you know yeah. and and, and fell for the bait yeah and and kind of cultivated that
0: exactly. one that Wait. black hippie was supposed to be. This, yeah, I think that would have kept hip hop where it was supposed to be Word. if it had came out. Because that would have been right around the time Watch the Throne came yeah. out. Black yeah. hippie would have dropped. Yeah. Drake was still in his hip hop rap, 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 rap bag. Like, oh man, it missed it missed a pivotal turn. Like that was a pivotal turn in hip hop, bro. I feel like. Maybe more of these record labels would have started looking for more hip hop groups if that black hippie shit would have been. Successful. That's
1: why I was about to go with it. Yeah, groups don't stay together, bro. They don't. Groups don't, like look at those. Look at Destiny's Child. Look at Ray Shremmer. Um, like yeah. why don't groups stay together?
0: I think it's... it's I don't know. I, I don't even. Have, this is the first time in the party. I really don't even have an answer. I don't
1: because why? there's always gonna be somebody that outshines somebody else, bro. And you jealous? No, I don't think they jealous. I think that they realize that they could do better separate than they could together. And then, like you, always going to be lifting the other person up. The only group that I say was like really good that lasted was Outkast,
0: and they still and and they they still went their separate ways. But
1: then again, you know, people go and they, you know, they do different things. Like Andre, from what I heard, shout out to Andre, one of my favorite rappers, top five without a doubt um he just decided to go down the movie uh you know the 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 acting um avenue and big boy i mean, I mean think about the personalities of the people too you know what i'm saying they, they got to grow they're going to change everything doesn't stay the same but yeah man black hippie would have been it was so promising it yeah so it, much potential so much potential man i was looking at it like damn it gave me motivation between my homies. Like, oh, we got to... You know what I'm saying? Let's, <laughs> let's click up. You know what I'm saying? We the black hippie number two crew. You feel <laughs> me? But uh, it ain't quite work like that. But
0: who? What group stuck around? Is there any groups to this day that stuck around?
1: No, nigga. Even if you... I'm, and I, I think of R&B first because it was like R&B groups before there was like hip-hop groups. NWA broke up. Uh, fucking... Like, no. There's not a single group that I can think of. Or even a, a duo. That is still together to this day. I have a feeling Outkast will do a project again. Because yeah. they never said that they were broken up like as a group.
0: Even some of them artists that did break up and come back. It's just never the same. So my question is, who stuck together? Who weathered the storm? Who took the chance of falling off as a group versus saying, Alright, fuck it. I'm going to go do my own thing because I'm the hottest nigga right now. Did anybody do that? Outkast, bro. Dipset? No? Fuck no. Cam Brentstoff, branched yeah. Brentstoff. Nobody never stuck. Outcast.
1: It out. I'm trying to tell you, Outcast did. They did they didn't they did, they did they've only done one album. Well, Big Boy has done like a couple of albums yeah. by himself.
0: He even started his own little uh rock group with uh uh what the fuck was the name? Oh that with Killer Mike people? No, oh, the white uh, with the white people. Uh damn they made that one hit in twenty thirteen, uh Fall in. Ah, what the fuck is the name of that group? Bro,
1: please don't ever quit this podcast, my nigga. <laughs> because you can't sing worth shit. <laughs> the fuck was that just now?
0: <laughs> I know I'm trash just saying it. But yeah. the song was like Fall in out of love, I'm fall. And the, the beat was like. Mm, 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 yeah. yeah, I have no God, idea. I forgot the name of that I have the
1: no idea. Group. If y'all know what we're talking about, try to remind one of It those was a lead
0: singer. I'm going to just set up and leave it at this. It was a lead singer. It was a white girl. And it was like two white dudes with him. And Big Boy like grouped up with him. And they uh, started their own group called Daddy Grams or some shit like that.
1: Mm, you got me on this one, man. God.
0: Like, I, I'm Beats a, me. I'm going to figure it out. Um, I'm going to leave it at that on the King Kendrick. That was a nice little 15, 20 minutes right there. Yeah, sure. And we branched off. Uh, what did you want to speak on about Uzi? You crazy as fuck, dog. Talking about, and it's gonna be real
1: quick. I actually listened to the new, uh, to the second Eternal intake Deluxe Part Two or whatever. Mm-hmm. That shit was decent. Part one was not feeling it. It mm-hmm. it, it sounded like regular. It was okay. It had some, it, like you said, and I feel like this is gonna be a new term. He he definitely curated the vibe. On the first one, mm-hmm. but the second one, I feel like with the features, it was more hip hop. I could fuck with it more. He had, you know, he was rapping more. He ain't have no I want it. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Fuck, were you thinking, Uzi? But you know, that's you, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Uh Do you? But I was not feeling that first, and the second one was dope. And then I just gotta speak real quick on how you said Uzi. Was like the new Wayne Yeah In every way Shape or form Except for the one thing That you mentioned I completely disagree with that Um, There's no way Uzi is not a lyricist Wayne Is a lyricist He has been He might not be Considered as much of a lyricist now um, But you cannot deny the fact That he has always been Uh, A lyricist Or he's known to be A lyricist Uzi has never Been a lyricist And I feel For that simple fact You can never compare the two Whether Popularity Okay whatever Travis Scott's getting That popularity But when it comes to Actually being a rapper And a lyricist There is no comparison From Uzi to Wayne Whatsoever Whatsoever And if you Even Say it is Bruh This is gonna be The last episode Of NBA That we ever record (laughs) What made you come to this conclusion? I was listening to Eternal Take, And then I listened to some other shit. I'm like, no. This, it's, 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 it's the same kind of rap that we hear. It's just he adds his oozy factor to it, which is extremely unique. And that's what grabs the people. Uh, definitely.
0: Ain't that what Wayne did in a time where everybody was a lyricist? He was unique it's Wayne? When everybody was a lyricist? Yes. No. 99 early 2000s? Okay, that's what. But
1: no, he still was a lyricist. Wayne is still a lyricist. Uzi
0: is he's not. No, he had to be. He had to be. Nah, he had to be.
1: I feel like Wayne was always a lyricist, bro. Even from Hot Boys, Five Hundred Degrees days, like no, he had better.
0: No, why, why drop it like it's hot? He was not a lyricist. It was.
1: It was better than a lot of these niggas out there, bro. Like he's his lyrics have always been. I feel above average. Wayne has always had above average lyrics to the point where then they became fucking great. And he's still, you know, he's he's my top five. You know what I'm saying? My top five don't change. Hov, Dre, um, Wayne, Cole, and
0: Kendrick and Crit. So I got top six. We literally just spoke on iron sharpening iron, steel sharpening steel. This man was a kid in an era where every older popular rapper around him could backpack, afflack, track, sap, back, back, rap, rap type shit. He had to be a lyricist to prove himself. And he said one of the main people he looked up to that kept him going on getting better at honing his craft was Eminem. Yeah. Who the fuck is Uzi looking up to to keep him going right now? Nobody.
1: Exactly. So you saying simply because Uzi does not have, man if fuck you, that. No. Boom. Let's go to somebody else who got lyrics right now.
0: Like
1: old Kendrick. I was we we kind of skipping. We kind of skipping a bit. Who? Jack Harlow. Would you consider that nigga to have lyrics? He's to me
0: he's got one liners like Uzi. He's one liners. No. I he guess not. what
1: it is for me is that Uzi is just like Oh, shoot the girl. Uh, your bitch. Uh Like that's that shit is not that's not lyrical. It's a vibe. Don't like don't get me misunderstood it's definitely a vibe. I will listen to some Uzi, but I will never put Uzi in my top and I was actually thinking about this on the way how we said on a episode previously prior or whatever, mm. um, where when Nip it was about the time like when Nip passed and everything, if Uzi died, I wouldn't be sad. Mm. And I still say I still feel the exact same way. I would not like I wouldn't feel any kind of like grief because he died. And it's not because and that's no disrespect. Like uh, you know, he he just doesn't affect me that much. You know what I'm saying? And in order to affect me, mm-hmm. I can't just listen to your music. I have to listen to your lyrics. You his lyrics don't speak to me. They vibe with me, but they don't speak to me. And for that I just, I can't, I can't not, I can never put Uzi on a pedestal. You
0: don't never want it that way? Stupid. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Ever, ever. All right, so I just wanted to let you get that off your chest. Thank you.
1: And we can still continue NBA since you ain't saying no crazy shit.
0: I just let you speak on
1: it. I don't even want
0: to go back and forth on that shit. Hey, y'all,
1: off the record, this nigga told me that he thought Uzi was the greatest rapper alive. Bullshit. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um... I had a dream. Right. All right, Martin. No, I know, right? That shit came <laughs> off completely wrong. <laughs> I was not finna <laughs> preach to the folks. I'm just trying to tell y'all what happened to me. Yeah. So, I had a dream. And... Let me write down this time. One down. day! This, <laughs> this has to go at the front <laughs> of the episode. Um, Vibes in this bitch. Surprise, I had a dream, bitch. right? That... <coughs> Let me get straight to it. Yeah, man. Kanye man. became president, right? Kanye for 2020, I damn. Kanye became president, but the weird part of my dream is he came to my school, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not in fucking school, so from this perspective, Kanye became president, and I'm in high school, and he came to my school to talk to us, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm podcasting this shit, uh, so I can't really gauge how old I am in this dream and he really looked like like he was like 16 17 i'm guessing was you in high school you said high school yeah okay i feel like a high school vibe yeah even how he looked it looked like prime kanye Kanye. um when the cheeks was bigger and shit. yeah yeah yeah. the the hairline was perfect and all that shit (laughs) in the polos yeah right so kanye came to my school and he started talking all that you know all this shit he be talking the Mm. educational shit and I'm a podcaster. All I'm caring about is getting information out of him. Right. And I let him talk. I let him do his thing. And he was telling me about, you know, potential and all this shit. So by the time Kanye leaves, I'm walking Kanye to his car. Word. I was like, yo, let me be a security guard. and walk you to all these <laughs> kids. You know what I'm saying? They in the way. Let me get you to your car and shit. He was yeah. like, right, babe, come on. Yeah. So we walking through the hallways. A kid passes out in front of us. I dragged the shit out of him to get out of the way. About a foot. Move, nigga. This Kanye,
1: you dr- you drugged a little kid around just because Kanye was in the building walking. I'm 16 too. This is my peer.
0: Right. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I grabbed about a foot. Nigga, move. <laughs> so damn disrespectful. <laughs> by the time we get outside, I'm like, yo, you know, I know you can't give me an exclusive interview to get me to where you know I need to be in life. I don't even want to use you like that. I just want to know. What do I have to do or what does it take to get to the level where you want to be interviewed by me? This nigga looks at me right before he gets in his car and says, proposition over purpose. And that was literally the end of my dream. I woke up, I told my girl, and she was like, yo, that's crazy, da 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 Uh, You should look into it. I started looking into it, all this shit. And I came to the conclusion that, well, I don't even want to tell you what the conclusion I came to. I want to know, what do you get from that proposition over purpose?
1: Sounds like a profound statement. It's a crazy ass fucking dream, nigga. Yes, I had a dream last night that my fucking hair was just long as hell. That's all I dreamt about. So <laughs> shit, you had a you had a decent dream, nigga. Yeah, um, and the fact that you remember your dream <laughs> is dope. A-Z. Yeah, A through Z word word. Yeah. Then that mean it means something. So after I dissect this, I definitely want to hear what the fuck you think about your own dream. I think uh, it could be, you know, you're in high school. Uh, It's kind of like wanting to go back a little bit, maybe. Um, You got Kanye, somebody. I'm a 22D president candidate. I don't know. It could mean a lot, but I guess I'm just going to speak on the proposition versus purpose thing. Because you could analyze that dream in a bunch of different ways. From you being in high school, to moving that nigga out the way, to walking him to his car, security guard shit. Um, All of those things could mean something. But I feel like the end... Is what really uh, stuck out the proposition yeah. both verse purpose or over purpose? I
0: literally woke up right after you said that shit. And Word, bam! All oh, that shit hit me. Like woke up and I was live, nigga. It wasn't like I was in a daze in my sleep.
1: Did your girl kick you or something? And that's what woke you up? She like? was in another room. Oh shit!
0: I woke the fuck up and was like, oh shit, this dream is crazy. It still felt like the dream kept going. Word. So I don't know what the fuck it is.
1: Proposition versus purpose over purpose over purpose that's over. what
0: that looked at me and said proposition over purpose
1: I feel like maybe that means proposition like giving a an opportunity versus someone that needs an opportunity like uh like you have a purpose that needs to be upheld that people need to hear versus just having an opportunity that anybody else can have and you're not really gonna make an impact I guess
0: um What I took from it is I was being told by God, right? God could have came to me in that dream, and I wouldn't have took it as serious. But he put the person that I damn near look up to the most right in front of me. Mm -hmm. And well, not look, well, yeah, look up to, but had the most influence over me at my weakest points in life. Mm -hmm. He put the person that had the most influence over me at the weakest points in my life. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say that again for y'all. He put the person that had the most influence on me at the weakest points in my life and sent the message straight through him. Mm. And at the end of it, for it to be so vividly, and for him to tell me, proposition over purpose i spent about an hour two hours that morning looking into proposition and what it meant what does it mean uh we talked about it earlier uh i took from it that um let me go back to it again because it's been a couple of days so i'm kind of hazy over it
1: what it sounds like bro is that you have a purpose like you you you're you're figuring out your purpose dog and yep. that this was that was like a wake up call like all right i have a purpose like what, what am i gonna do with, yeah. with what I have With NBA with, with working out With all this kind of shit what, Like what's your purpose yeah. uh, What's your life about Enlighten me Are you going to live on your feet Or die on your feet Something like that Yeah what's your
0: purpose B I feel like Okay so proposition What I took from it Because this is the first definition That popped up to me You got a plain and simple uh, Definition when you looked it up Yeah It was like a straight basic But this one kind of stuck out to me a statement or assertion that expresses a judgment or opinion that is right up the alley of podcasting to me something about uh, say that again say that again a statement or assertion that expresses a judgment or opinion
1: that is exactly what we do everything we do in this proposition
0: over purpose my whole mm. purpose before this was trying to get messages across And deliver all type of different messages and all this shit. Mm -hmm. I feel like it was kind of telling me, just do you. Stop trying to put messages and shit and stop trying to, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Like, stop trying to lead the blind and shit when you don't even know what the fuck is going on. Just do you and be assertive in what you're doing. Right. Be confident in what you're doing.
1: Right, right. Instead of trying to force...
0: Yeah, force
1: leadership. Yeah, force it. Let it just come. Be you, and then those people are going to follow. I like that, bro. I mm-hmm. like that. I just gained a lot with that whole proposition versus purpose, or over purpose. Yeah. I dig that. I dig that. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody's not going to have the same opinions. Uh, every, everybody's going to judge yeah. things differently.
0: Yeah. Uh, Stop being scared to give yeah. your a true opinion about how you feel about it. Yeah.
1: Something. And then instead of having this purpose, giving that cookie-cutter... Uh, candy coated sugar coated answer to things these politically correct answers but then go home and then say something totally different like nah be you type shit and uh NBA we live baby
0: now when I had first assessed this Mm -hmm. I thought it was kind of telling me and I really don't want to put this on the podcast but fuck it we in the middle of this shit and I'm gonna just let it out there for some reason, my retarded ass took from this was script the short script the show more. Make it more script. Make it more fake if it gotta be. Mm,
1: it Make it more theatrical. Yeah. Make it more. It yeah. Make it more entertaining.
0: Yes. That's what I took from it when I first did it.
1: More but, captivating. Make yes. people wanna like oh. What they talking about today? Mm-hmm. What they talking about today? Yeah, just like with rap, you know, you can have all the best lyrics, nigga, but you gotta deliver it in a way that the sell. master, you gotta sell that shit, man. Sell it. That's crazy, cause me and my shorty was talking about the show and uh, how we have like entertainment aspects, and then how you are like, you'll ask the great questions. Me, I just talk my shit, and I, you know what I'm saying? I'll be entertaining motherfuckers, and then you'll throw some jokes in there. And uh just how the show could evolve, bro. That's that's dope.
0: Even to the point where it's like fake beefs and shit.
1: Where like <laughs> I'm still gonna keep it a buck though. Yeah, I'm gonna talk my shit.
0: <laughs> what you mean by that? What you mean, man? Like even like 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 I, I took like the first shit I took, and I gotta go back and listen to the second way I took it. But the first way I took it was like selling it better, making it more theatrical. Meaning fake beats with artists and all this shit. And like the Jay Electronica, Joe Budden shit that broke out this week. Oh, what? I didn't even hear about that. Joe Budden gave his opinion on that album with Jay and shit. He said it was ass, da 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 I didn't uh. like it. Underwhelming, all that shit. Jay Electronica goes on Twitter. He voices his opinion. Joe Budden never put out a classic album. Back and forth shit. Back and forth It's true, though. Yeah.
1: Joe never put out a classic album. He got one classic song. Pump, pump, pump it up.
0: But to his fans, they love his shit. The man will put out like 12, 13 projects.
1: They probably trash, bro. What You are, you a Joe Budden fan. What you, you got, he got hot shit. Get back on topic after this, but I just want to know.
0: Dude, Joe Budden has hot raps. I truly believe Joe Budden is slightly overrated as a lyricist.
1: Pump it up is the only thing I can say. There's like three songs that I can ever say I heard from Joe that I like That I rock with
0: Why I say that is because Joe is a Virgo like me And I feel like With everything in life there's a little bit of truth To everything so I I kind of Fall into the bait of astrology Slightly Hmm. but at the end of the day I don't take it 100% Literally yeah Yeah. So us as Virgos We're great thinkers We're foreseers And that can easily translate into having Decent to good lyricism but is he a great lyricist? Fuck no. Nah. If he was a great lyricist,
1: that. he'd be more popular. And I he'd can. still be rapping. Where And he would be doing numbers.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like... Joe's kind of like Mac Miller to me. His, How so? His lyrics, not musically, but the way they, they rap. It's straight to it. Kind of like Nipsey, too. It's straight to it. It ain't no complex layers to the, the double entendres. Right. You know? Like It ain't none of that. It's just straight to it. The bitch hurt me. I'm hurt. Right, you know what I'm saying, like, right, and that's how I view him as over 12 to 13 projects. So if you a fan of Joe Budden and, and he mm. gave you 12 to 13 projects of that, you are gonna think he's a good rapper, right? So I can't say he's bad and I can't say he's great. I say he's been consistent in what he did over the time of his career. And if you looked at him as just a pump it up rapper, that's slightly disrespectful because you didn't do your homework.
1: Mm, I can see that. Maybe yeah. I need to listen to Mojo. But I ain't even listening
0: to Joe like that. I'm just I just know just from Virgo shit. Yeah. Like I, I could tell and just the podcast knowing the nigga. Like I can tell he put thought into his lyrics. Joe
1: Button is kind of annoying to me, yo. Like, he's so opinionated. It, it it's like everybody is, but it's just like, uh I don't know. I think it's his voice. I don't like it. I'd be wanting to <laughs> slap him. But I I got respect for you though, Joe Uh, Nothing but respect Your shows do numbers Your shows are like inspiring this guy Which has inspired me And uh, man, just keep doing your thing, Joe But your rap
0: is trash Mm. Back to proposition over purpose I take that back I'm going to listen to some of your shit, Joe All right Proposition over purpose And I'm going to close it out at this Should we take example one? Or should we go back and assess example two? Because example two is just a freestyle. I just popped that out the ass just now. What are you talking about? I kind of forgot. Because uh, you said make
1: it more entertaining. And, yeah, yeah, that was example one. Example okay.
0: two was... Um, I forgot. I got to go back and run it back.
1: Like uh, making... Like uh, the message? Like make yeah, it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Stop trying to... Uh, I'm glad you reminded. Stop trying to focus on the purpose... And focus more on just being confident in who I am. That was an example too that I it just Word. hit me as an epiphany and shit.
1: Word. And you want to know what I think? Yeah. Shit. Type nigga, I am man. If one doesn't work, fucking intertwine both of them together. Have a message. Like I feel like nothing is really worth like even in the entertaining shit. There's still a message. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then. Uh, you can throw a message into and make the message entertaining. And I feel like that's a gift that honestly we both have. Um, and that's a gift definitely that you have where, you know, you can mix both of them together and have the best of both worlds. Make it an entertaining message.
0: Yeah. Now I'm going to take a piss break and come right back. Might even take a smoke break because this has been a nice little kickoff. Oh, piss. Um, We're going to come right back after these messages. Cheese, psych. <laughs> oh, and we bike. What's really good? Bike from a nice little black break. Bike from a nice little piss break. You know what I mean? Not a mean. You're mean. Whatever, schoolboy. Right? Say yeah. Yeah. Mean. You know what mean. I mean? <laughs> that
1: used to spell it out and everything. Y'all are the man. Shout out, school board.
0: Uh, That was a hell of a uh, kickoff to episode 56. Still ain't came up with the title. That's how I can't even do a fad. How you say 56 in Spanish? Quatro uh, y cinco.
1: <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> that shit like cincuenta y se- That's it. 56. y seis. Yeah. Episode 56 y seis. To all my
0: amigos. Amigos. To all my amigos, candy, my sin, my sin, my I'm man, 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 man Similar him and him, him, him. and <laughs> uh, Episode fifty-six, man, we knocked out King Kendrick uh, ode. We knocked out the Uzi wrap up. Uh, we went deep-dived into my Kanye dream. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to get into dating baby mamas. What's up, baby? Um, Shout out my girl too. What's up, my woman? What's up, lady? Your lady isn't a baby mama, correct? Nah, she's not. Man. Neither one of us have kids. You missing an amazing proponent to life, if that's yeah. the correct term. And I beg to differ. Now, let me explain why. Please.
1: Please elaborate on dating this. Dating a baby mama is so amazing, bro. Please explain. What's amazing about it? Because to well, me, that just sounds like a burden.
0: A A caring baby mama. Someone who, at the end of the day... Should I close the window? Nah, it's cool. Oh. Dating a baby mama who prioritizes her child before you. Mm. Meaning. A real woman. She can't devote all her time to you. Oh, so you like that shit. I love it. Mm. It gives me just enough alone time in the day to just remind myself that I'm me. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's times where she want to get up. I want to get up. And, you know, before she got cool with me being around her kid, mm-hmm. you know, I had to wait till the baby fell asleep. Word. Shout out to the little baby. I ain't going to say your name, but I fucks with you. little How old girl. is the little baby? Uh, Anywhere between four and six. Boy or girl? Girl. Oh. Very uh, articulate, very on it, mm-hmm. knows what's going on, knows mm-hmm. what we be doing. Word, <laughs> word. Oh, she know when y'all go in the room and close the door. What's going on? Man, she is smart. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Can put. <laughs> Mommy, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Can put two and three together very easily. And make six? Uh, yes. Oop. No, she's going to make it five. Oop. She's going to add it up. Uh, okay. Dating baby mamas. It is such a gift. And I don't want to say a curse, man. But it comes with the curse because I truly feel like the curse aspect of it is... If the baby daddy was on his shit, they more than likely would be together. Right. So, you know, you got your stresses. His bullshit is going to come in a venting type of way to you. Mm-hmm. So you got to deal with that. But the greatness of it, again, is you get a lot of alone time to yourself. Not a lot, but you get enough hours in a day to be yourself. Um, you're dating a woman who has no kids, correct? That is correct. You have no kids, correct? That is correct. How much time in the day do y'all spend together? If it's a free day on both ends?
1: Um, if it's a free day on both, it depends on what we both have going on. Uh, I feel like we're old enough as adults to um, know that we both need like need space. We can't be around each other 24-7. I feel like that's unhealthy for any relationship, um, no matter what. You're not supposed to be around somebody 24-7, like all the time. Right. Um so on a typical day, um, I don't know this. It, it depends on the mood and everything Like if we have not like spent a lot of time together and we get, uh you know, recently and then we get a day that we might spend that whole damn day, damn near together uh, or uh, like today. You know what I'm saying? Uh, woke up at her place, ate some breakfast, been over here for the past few hours. We'll probably link up later. And we'll probably be together for the rest of the day, you know, later on. Mm. Uh I think it's really healthy that pe- that, you know, people in a relationship, intimate relationships, um, <coughs> can socially distance themselves. <laughs> you know what I'm That's saying? A key word, right? Yeah. A trending word. Indeed it is. Uh but I feel like it's really important for uh couples to socially, you know, interact with other people other than just them all the time because then you know, you're going to get tired of that person, blah, 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 blah. And there's just some people, some relationships where they probably do do that, but I bet you at some point they're going to be like, "I, right, I need a break from you. You know what I mean?
0: Now, I remember in my early 20s being on the timeline Facebook, Twitter, Twitter, Facebook, mm-hmm. et etc et uh, A lot of these niggas would speak on how some of these baby mamas would let their child be in the room while they're getting fucked. Oh, my God. Now, newborns, and you know, one or two. One, I wouldn't even say one or two. Just child, kids old enough to not even comprehend what's going on. They just see two females touching each other at a rapid pace. Two, two people. Two, yeah. You said, said two females. females. Two humans touching at a rapid pace. All right. Um. That what happened was, to me. What was exactly? What was the trashiest baby mama you've ever witnessed or dealt with yourself? Ooh. ha. <sighs>
1: It was this chick, man, and I was actually going through a hard time. <laughs> I had got kicked out of the crib. I think I had just come back from college, mm-hmm. um, was still, you know, wilding, kind of living a college life back home, and uh, my mom wasn't having that, I hadn't had, I didn't get my own place or apartment yet, and so she kicked me out. I was smoking all the time, and, you know, bringing weed all in the house, and, Just wilding So eventually she was like Nigga you gotta go somewhere And so she kicked me out And then fortunately Um I used to work with this This shorty And um She had a kid Mm. And to be honest She wasn't the most attractive Woman But she I could tell that she like Really liked me She cared for me And I could tell she was freaky And (laughs) uh You know We We ended up Or Yeah I told her that Yeah I uh Kinda, of, I got kicked out the crib. I asked her if I could stay over there. She said yes. Uh, I knew she had a kid, but I was—I had nowhere else to go, mm-hmm. and so went over there. She started falling for me. We was fucking all the time, but there was before this even happened. There was one occasion, or, or matter of fact, I think it might have been while I was staying with her. But I know when I what what stopped it was. She uh her her kid called me dad one time, Ooh. and the nigga and she did not stop him, correct him or nothing. Whoa. Like she wanted it to happen, and I'm just like, yo, you know that I'm just. I even told her from the jump, like, yo, this is temporary. <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying this is just me living as I get back up on my feet. It was only a matter of a couple of weeks. I left the day after that he called me daddy, and she she had she hid all of the baby daddy's pictures, mm. took them all down. Why? Because I was there. Mm. She was like, "Oh, he's about to take his place." Fuck no! But let me tell you the 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 worst shit. She had called me over one day, uh, and I think this is before I started staying with her. We was smashing, uh, or no? She called me over day uh, over one day. Son was sleep in her room in a crib. Like this nigga was like three, two, two. Like two No more than He was still in the crib So at whatever age Little babies Is still in the crib Yeah Yeah yeah. And uh, She called me over You know She was trying to fuck And then When I walked in I was like Yo He not gonna wake up Or nothing Like you sure you wanna (laughs) do this In here And she was like Yeah it's cool (laughs) And I'm like Shit right." You know what I'm saying If if you say so I had a feeling You know what I'm saying Something bad was gonna happen And it did I get to, you know what I'm saying, clapping. Yeah. That little nigga wake up and start crying. Ooh. She didn't even want to stop. Mm. That's when I knew that you ain't shit.
0: Exactly.
1: You ain't shit. Exactly. And you letting him see it. And I'm just like, and I had to be the one like, yo, you're not good. Like, I was, no, I can't do this. Like, yo. Go tend to your child, the person that came out of you, that has half of your genes. Mm -hmm. Go tend to them. I'm just a no-shit nigga right now. You know what I'm saying? And you worried about me? And it wasn't me leading her on or anything. I literally told her, yo, this is nothing. I'm here to stay here. We can fuck. Don't catch no feelings. Whatever, whatever. I should have known better. Uh, I definitely definitely didn't catch any feelings. I knew what it was, but... That was the trashiest baby mama I had ever been around. She didn't try to hit me up, re- like uh, not recently, but uh, hit me up a lot of times afterwards. One time I had hit her up and she was like, "Oh nigga, I'm not fucking with you." Mom, I was like, "I right, bet, bitch." You know what I'm saying? And then she, of course, came back around and still oh, and hit me too. up. And was like, oh, "Yo, what you too. doing? Long time no see, stranger." Yeah. And I never responded. Bitch, get out of here. I hope your son is doing better. <laughs> what the fuck you talking about
0: now. Being that we just trashed baby mamas, bad baby mamas,
1: bad baby, trash baby mamas deserve to be trashed.
0: Like yo, do better. Simply put, and to the baby daddies who ain't doing shit, do better. Does it turn you on to see a woman that's on her shit with a kid?
1: No, no. I'm gonna be honest, single baby mamas don't turn me on at all. Why? To me, it's an it's a turn off. I don't. I'm selfish, yo. Uh, to an to an extent, I have a big heart. I'm very generous. But a kid Like my, when well, my mom and dad told me Once you have a kid Your life is devoted to that kid It's that kid's life over your life I want the attention when I want it You feel me mm. I don't want you to have to But I'm not that That self like Oh you got a kid Fuck with me before you fuck with your kid No I want you to have That relationship with your child And I know that I'm not going to be able to I'm not gonna be able to be in that situation and enjoy our relationship because you have a child. Like, no, nah. I want to have my own kids. You feel me? I don't. Yeah. Ever, I don't ever want to be a stepdad. Not to. There's a lot of good stepdads out here who who do that and they make great children. You know what I'm saying? They they raise great children and they call them dad. But me personally, I can't get with it. Mm-mm. And then you got all these obligations that you have to do, and then this and that let's go out let's drink oh i can't i gotta do this i gotta find a babysitter this and that like yo i'm i'm still living my best life and i just can't Mm-mm.
0: why do people get offended when you throw that label on them you're a baby mom, and you're a baby dad it's the literal fucking word yeah. of what you are i never forget my cousin he used to hate when we threw that term on him or his girl Oh, you with your baby? No, nigga. She's the she's the mother of my child. Shut your improper, right. proper ass <laughs> up. And take it out of it is. Yeah. Oh, getting off of baby moms. It's I'm Steve. glad you
1: enjoy your, your baby moms. And just real quick, it's no shade towards baby moms at all. Yeah. The, uh, Cause I feel like a lot of it got to do with the men. This is that the first are one I do. not there. I've I've dealt. With, I've never been in a relationship with a baby mom, and yeah. I, I know I will never. Well, especially you know with who I have right now, you know we in for the long haul. So she gonna be my baby mama. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's no shade to baby mamas. I want to get that get that clear. Get that message clear. It's just I know what I can tolerate and what I can't. And a baby mama is just not something I can tolerate. It was matter of fact, real quick before we get out there, it was a chick I was messing with uh, like not too long ago. Um and she had a, um, She had a kid yep. And then she hit me And this is like the first couple of weeks That we've been talking and fucking and shit yep. She said I'm looking for a husband Ooh. I'm out That's
0: the wrong way to
1: come at right. it I'm That's out the
0: wrong way I ain't even at.
1: met your daughter And you talking about husband I only seen a couple pictures Husband And I feel like baby mamas are desperate to find somebody So they You know what I'm saying they It's are. like if you just be you Take care of your, your, you know, take care of your child. I'm sure that there would be a woman that I would, you know, I could have gotten into a relationship with that, you know, is on her shit with a baby, you know, what I'm saying, or a child, and it's still, you know, they still attractive. That doesn't take the attractiveness away from it. It's just the lifestyle
0: in which I don't think I could cope with. Now, why I say uh, most of them are is because, or all of them are, are what. Uh, a desperate to find the next man and stick it out with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, why I say that is because I truly feel like most baby moms—and this could be a reach—but you know, like I said, I'm a foreseer. Most baby moms aren't trying to fuck with birth control, mm. so even if the next nigga is um the guy they stick it out with, or you know, what I'm saying they don't want another like. They don't want that situation twice over. Now they got two kids and they looking for a man and they have to have a kid with that man because they know that's who they're going to be with long term. Mm -hmm. So now you got three different baby daddies. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants that even though it happens. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that uh, occurs. So that's why uh, I want the rebuttal to uh, why you believe baby moms are desperate to find a man.
1: And I feel like they know that a lot of men probably think like me. They don't want no baby mama. Yeah. Or they don't want a woman that already got a kid who can't, you know, live the lifestyle that they want to live as if they didn't have one. And so I feel like they are desperate to find somebody who is willing to accept the fact that they do have a kid. I don't know. I feel like most men would say, yeah, I would prefer a woman without a child than a woman with a child. Simply put. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Now, my thing is uh, why I fuck with baby moms and why I like this one and why I fuck with her head, mm-hmm. heavy mm-hmm. is because I feel like our situation. She don't need me. She mm. don't need me to help raise her child. She don't need me to help pay bills. She right. don't need me to make ends meet. I Y'all actually that. work at the same job. She shut the front door. I told you door. that she's uh, she works in finance though. Oh, she balling. Yeah, she's doing she pretty there. good. Yeah, she corporate. Yeah. She's oh. at the building uptown, I think she said.
1: Oh yeah, she doing her thing then. That's what's good. Kudos to you, Shorty.
0: Uh yeah, so my thing is a baby mom's who on her shit that don't need you. So at the end of the day, uh everything is null and void. She really does genuinely fuck with you cause of you. Mm-hmm. Is my type. And closing out with baby moms, I want to transition to this new subject. Speaking of baby moms and uh mamas and, and uh Women with no kids. Mm-hmm. Speak on your baddest hit versus your worst hit in comparison.
1: Hold on. State that question again. Baddest hit, first hit, compared to baby mom.
0: Hold on. Where you went with that? Speak on the baddest bitch you fucked versus your worst hit you fucked. And start with your worst hit you fucked.
1: The worst was my first time.
0: Describe what she was like, the moment, what happened, all that.
1: Ooh, it was a controversial moment. You know what I'm saying? Keeping <laughs> Yeah.
0: The whole
1: world knew what was going on. it was controversial because uh and I don't even have no problem saying this uh now. Um it was uh it was with it was my best friend's like ex girl.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I would I'm saying you niggas know I I've been savage. I, I've definitely toned it down. And everything I've come to my senses You know what I'm saying Or whatever Way to clean it up Yeah <laughs> You know what I'm saying Mr. Clean around bit. But uh Yeah so It was adrenaline rush You know what I'm saying And it was just a lot going on uh, I didn't really know myself Know all this kind of stuff But the actual sex part of it Was too rash What do you mean It was just It was bad Like I didn't nut. Uh, I ate a pussy. She sucked my dick. When she was sucking my dick, it was like she was using mad teeth. It just was not. (laughs) It was not enjoyable. Like always around, use you know, put the condom on. Um, When I was stroking, it just it wasn't and feel that good. But after that, sex was amazing. I you know what I'm saying. I started learning. I was Mm -hmm. like, why is this sex so trash? And I was like, it, I enjoyed it, but it didn't feel as good as I thought it would feel for my first time. And then, but every again, I started learning shit, watching porn and shit. Oh, After that, that
0: fifty six. You already
1: know. <laughs> oh, that you know ass ninety nine. You feel me, Pinky? All of them. You feel me? Her ass done blew up. She's still straight though. But um, yeah, that was definitely my worst. Worst hit ever. Um, There's nothing that has ever come anywhere close to that. Sex has been good for me ever since. And my baddest, like baddest chick, or like just baddest chick you hit. Ooh, that's my shorty right now. Mm. Shout out to her. (laughs) You feel me? You feel me? Uh, Yeah, I've uh, I've definitely knocked down some quality in my life. There's there's no doubt. Um, Some really good ones. Nah, I, I'm I'm quantity too, because I'm, I'm probably Wilt Chamberlain numbers by now. <laughs> uh, but I don't plan on really exceeding anymore, like, you know what I'm saying? Where I'm at, I'm good with. It. But yeah, my shorty now, the baddest. And I, I done knocked down uh, some some definitely high quality. Um, I don't even think about it too much anymore now.
0: My worst hit versus my baddest hit. It's really no difference like my baddest hit was probably the nurse what yeah and I like thought
1: you I, enjoyed that shit it
0: was it was cool I guess when I'm saying my baddest hit is prettiest girl okay. with in a sprinkle of how good was the sex because that's vice versa with the uh, worst hit mm. the trashiest girl you hit sprinkled with bad sex mm um my baddest hit versus my worst hit, it really was no difference, man. I I really just came I told y'all, I I come from humble beginnings, nigga. Um I just hit this prime of knocking off bad chicks. Mm-hmm. I just hit this shit and now I'm damn near borderline full blown relationship. Right. So uh yeah, my baddest hit was probably the nurse. My worst hit it was a few of them. Mm. Few, mm. like um,
1: count on one hand or two.
0: Two, Ooh. maybe three.
1: Oh, you <laughs> really a quantity, nigga. Quantity, like nigga. Uh, if they a baddie, it's gonna be quality. You gonna enjoy
0: it. I would say my worst. It was probably the the fifty year old I talked about. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, Ugh. yeah. A wealthy white lady up in motherfucking Moores,
1: See it. Nigga, I I guess that's where I, where it comes down to I me when it comes to my bad hits and not to toot my own horn or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? I just know me, and uh, I, I like I said, I knocked down some bad ones in my life, bro. Mm-hmm. Like a lot in my lifetime, but then I've knocked down some subpar ones too. But I can say the sex has been collectively good, bro. Like. I, there was this one older white lady. Uh, she was kind of chunky. Had a daughter. Mm. Uh, also had a man. They mm. weren't married yet. She was white, and he he was black. Her daughter was white though. And um, we used to work together. <laughs> um, Worst decision ever made. That shit was beautiful. It was car maintenance. She used to give me her motherfucking check and mm. everything. Yeah, because she was like forty, and I was like twenty three, bro. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, I was tag. We would go in the break room, tag that. I would tag that shit nut all over. And you know what I'm saying? It was just, it was great. Mm-hmm. Um, so the sex for me has always been good, man. I, whether it's quality or subpar, I'm gonna make that shit good. And it's only been a couple where I can say just trash hits.
0: Now, my uh, when I have dealt with bad bitches, it's usually me who under delivers. Cause I'm excited.
1: Mm-hmm. Performance anxiety,
0: man. Mm-hmm. Man, when you just talking about pretty like pretty bad bitches, I always under deliver. I
1: never really had
0: that problem. I, I don't know. It's a mental thing with me.
1: Do you go back again, like afterwards? So I've had the problem where I didn't like really perform as well as I wanted to the first time, mm-hmm. but then I went back and I just dogged. I usually don't even get the call back. Damn, you got a trash <laughs> dick, bro.
0: It'd be that fast. It be that fast. It be that fucking fast. But when I'm dealing with the the, the trash, I'm not intimidated. Damn. I'm so ready to I'm ready to get what I need. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to put on a show for myself. <laughs> you stupid. Do you think
1: that there's a lot of women that can say that you gave them that you are one of their trashest hits
0: Definitely
1: Wow, I can't Definitely.
0: relate, bro Definitely
1: I didn't. I studied Mr. Marcus And ah! Wesley Pipes And uh, all them niggas Like, you know To the T Well, I'm a perfectionist Like I highly de- And if I'm wrong Any lady out there That might hear this That I have slept Call with Hit out. me up and let me know <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Hit my DM and say Nigga, your dick was trash um, But nah I know Mm-mm Mm-hmm. I see the thing is My rep bro, on the line B I can't have that going around Mark gave me trash dick
0: Bruh, I, I don't know what the fuck it is It's an intimidation thing That's what it is It's like I don't even know if it's intim- It stopped being an intimidation thing And it became more of a It is what it is Type of thing We gonna like, fuck
1: And I'm gonna get yeah. my rocks off If you don't You don't Cause
0: I'm not eating your box You a pretty chick So I'm sure you got You all don't eat the box of, Not no chick I'm not with and i ain't been wit but so many in my life i ain't been wit but so many in my life what's
1: your number bro are we doing this what are we really about to go here i want to, what's your number 30 to 40 to
0: 50 somewhere around
1: there yeah i'm probably up there like Wilt, bro <laughs> 100 or so i don't even know like y'all don't think don't think i'm like no whore uh, or nothing and i'm clean trust me i get my motherfucking physical every year and now i got one shit ain't got shit to worry about but we um, have
0: to get them for work so yeah you know what you're getting with this as far as cleaning and that's another thing bro i'm a germaphobe so mm. yeah i'm not eating your pussy I'm, I'm i don't see myself with you this is a one-time pull-up thing i'm not in your box i'm excited because you pretty as hell this motherfucker finna explode very quickly and i'm gonna roll up and go to sleep because i usually don't work out and tired myself out for the day
1: i can see that one night stands for me, nah, I'm not gonna eat your box. If I know that I want you to keep coming around, I'ma I'ma do my damn thing with this mouth action. Give you that Angela Angela Yee lip service. <laughs> you feel me, that tongue service, I'ma go in. Um but nah, just like any one night stand, like, oh, I'm just trying to smash, I'm not gonna eat the box. But uh when I do, so I'm eating that shit like Kobe steak, nigga.
0: I wrote a line to that, uh, or Kobe steak I think that's what it is Yeah Kobe Kobe beef Kobe beef Yeah Trying to get steak. the call back Like I'm trying out For the team I wrote that bar hey. <laughs> oh, I how, know I'm gonna get the call back Yeah I don't know What the fuck gonna happen <laughs> How long before She can stay the night Like how many fucks Before she can really Stay the night you don't some... trust them I don't trust them
1: Damn See
0: I can't go to sleep with you in my house
1: Once we dating of course Boom But before that If I see that we about to You know Actually get into a relationship Yeah, yeah you could You could stay the night And me also uh, You know I was savage I'm the dog I will let a bitch stay the night Thinking that You know That there's potential And you know See her off the next day Like yeah And she will never come back here again yeah So I've done that plenty of times Oh yeah you can stay the night You know what I'm saying We fucking until 2 in the morning I don't, You ain't got to drive back I'm, I'm going to act like a gentleman At that time Yeah 8 o'clock or 10 o'clock in the morning Come the next morning Oh yeah I got some shit to do I'll see you later You know blah 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 She ain't never coming back Yeah So you can spend the night But to spend the night consistently uh, You got to be special You got to mm-hmm. be special Because you know what I'm saying A lot of times at the You know, booty call hours is already 11 p.m. or later. You know, 10 p.m. or later. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? I'm not about to... If you want to drive back, you can. You know, they always want to spend the night. That make them feel special. So, I'll let you... You know, I'll tell them what they want to hear. You know what I'm saying? Make them feel special in the moment. Next day, (laughs) peace.
0: You fed me. Now, my whole thing is... Um, when I first got to my apartments, mm-hmm. my first couple of apartments, mm-hmm. I thought I was a savage ass nigga. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of was, but it really was just me playing myself at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, you was not staying the night. I would act like I'm going to the corner store real quick. You know what I mean? You got to get the fuck out. i I never forget this one time. This one chick just could not clue it in, right? Mm-hmm. So we finished fucking, right? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: So uh, we sitting there talking I'm short changing every sentence Yeah, yeah, no, yeah uh uh-huh. yeah. Oh, that's what's up Yeah, Giving her that hint. She didn't pick up on it So I get up I go to the bathroom I cut my shower off mm-hmm. Come back and talk to her She don't pick up on that shit mm-hmm. So at some point I was just like all right now you gotta go like straight up with her like, yo, you gotta go i'm about to dip in a little
1: no, bit no you was savage for that
0: and she was mad she was heated she did not pick up on the clues I, I got rude with it
1: why you just ain't hit her with the? so what you about to do
0: i think i did i think i did i feel like that's that
1: question they know what the fuck oh nothing but okay well i'm about to do this so maybe we can link up later
0: like, that's the perfect question. You, you couldn't have hit her
1: wouldn't. with it if she... Come on, man.
0: It wasn't that straight. Matter of fact, maybe I didn't hit her with that. You couldn't have. That shit after always the shower went. shit, I sat in the room with her for five minutes, and I really just hit this point where I didn't give a fuck. It was like, all right, you got to go. I know you see <laughs> I'm trying to leave. Like, straight up with her, like, yo, you got to go. I know you see what's going on here. You can't be this stupid. <laughs> yeah. And she got mad and
1: dipped, bruh. Yeah. So, oh. Sometimes you just got to let them know, you know, be... Stop sugarcoating shit, man. When you sugarcoat shit, they, uh, you know, it just—it's a recipe for disaster. You know, you got to be upfront, honest. Uh, would you rather uh, um, a beautiful lie or the ugly truth? Me, I always want the ugly truth. Fuck a beautiful lie.
0: I can handle it. Yeah, I can handle it. Any given day of the week, I can handle it. Yes, sir. Um, let's get straight to the shits. <laughs> That's the news update. Yeah. <laughs> the coronavirus has killed um, oh, over seven thousand people now. I don't know what the fuck the numbers at, but it is.
1: It's seven grand. We are gonna 7K. keep
0: keep y'all updated on this coronavirus in 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 black entertainment swag. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know we never take it too serious until we taken our last ten breaths and we sounded <laughs> like Jada Kiss. <laughs> 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 um. You stupid. The coronavirus. Uh, Kevin Durant has caught the coronavirus.
1: Yeah, I just found that out. That's wild.
0: Uh, they said a uh, few Lakers have tested positive for coronavirus. That's crazy. They have not released the names. Uh, I'm starting to speculate. The One maybe caught it. Mm. Fucking around with his side piece. Uh. Uh, Rudy Gobert caught the coronavirus. He uh, said walk around his side piece. <laughs> Maybe he gave it to Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. Uh. A lot of people on the Jazz got it, right? It's like, it's like at least two motherfuckers on jazz got it's it. two Donovan and Rudy and
1: uh, Rudy but I think uh,
0: I don't know but yeah uh, the coronavirus is getting serious out here first and foremost I want to say y'all gas the fuck out of gas prices dropping them shits <laughs> fell off maybe 10 cents Uh, I see maybe a dollar difference in filling my tank up versus now versus a month ago you
1: tripping them my shits, shits was like, went from like Two thirty nine to like one. I saw gas for one eighty nine the other day. bro. when the last time you seen gas prices for anything under two dollars, bro? But look at the totality Utah, though.
0: My shits usually take like fifty one dollars to fill up. My shit forty. My shit literally was forty nine fifty something like that today. What you use,
1: premium or premium? Mm.
0: Forty nine fifty from fifty one dollars. But it's decent as hell for premium, nigga. I I
1: put. 87 in my shit. My shit take it.
0: 35 to 40. Some days I miss my van, bro. That shit was like $32 in the worst of the gas is crisis to fill that bitch up. I miss that motherfucking van too. <laughs> Squeaky ass doors and everything. Wink, <laughs> wink. <laughs> 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 um, Corona. The coronavirus. The coronavirus shit is getting out of hand. I went to Sam's Club the other day. Um, my barber ghosted me until I pressed his ass about 3-4 times in a row to cut my shit um, I went to Sam's Club bro this bitch was empty dog crazy all they had was computer chairs and like fucking fleeces and fucking uh, 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 covers and shit to sleep in no food was there my certain type of bread I eat wasn't there gluten free? Uh, yeah, my gluten-free bread was at I had to uh, settle with some Nature Valley butter bread. I know some bullshit. That shit's straight, though. Just to make my peanut butter sandwiches before the gym. And, uh, yeah, shit is just getting out of hand. It was literally just wine and house accessories <laughs> in that motherfucker.
1: I would've took all the wine.
0: <laughs> I grabbed three bottles of that Castello.
1: Yes, sir. Shout out.
0: Um, yeah, y'all got to calm the fuck down. There was no toilet paper. The water I was dead. I don't understand that. The toilet
1: paper. Like y'all think that y'all about the like mad diarrhea? Like what's what's going on? Toilet paper of all things? And then I saw like I went into Walmart, like yeah, the toilet paper, all the disinfectant shit was gone, but guess what was still there? What soap?
0: Soap. (laughs) Nobody's buying soap, but everybody in the world buying hand sanitizer. (laughs) Like what? That shit don't make no sense. Soap
1: clean clean is like cleans better than hand sanitizer. Why the fuck are you getting hand sanitizer
0: instead of soap, niggas? Do y'all have no? And when I say niggas, I mean all y'all, not black people. All y'all, do y'all not have the common sense to understand that hand sanitizer is nothing but soap plus alcohol and water? You can literally just buy alcohol and put that shit on in your hands. hands. Yeah. Same shit. Yeah. I just don't understand why y'all in such a pandemic. This coronavirus got you niggas scared. Can you name a time where shit was this bad?
1: Uh. When I think Bush was president. I mean, we're, we're during the Osama bin Laden shit. 9 11? Um, yeah, kind of like around the 9 11 time. That's probably the. Only thing that I could compare, even though it's two totally different things, yeah, um, it's it just, affected the economy. yeah how it's affecting the world th- yeah. the way it is. I say that's like the only thing. I remember sitting. I hate watching the news because it's so negative, but I remember I was in like high school or something. Mom, dad, everybody, we would, was in sixth
0: grade. Yeah, yeah. sixth grade. Was in yep.
1: seventh. Yup, and uh, watching TV, watching TV, and um, it was just. Like, we couldn't get away from what was happening because we were just like, oh, there's terrorist attacks that are happening around the world. Like, mad people about to die. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's where it's at now. Like, mortality is an eye-opener. When motherfuckers dying, motherfuckers want to change how they're living or change this. So they want to get together and unify once motherfuckers start dying and shit. So
0: Man, we ain't really unifying. Yeah, the most nah. fucked up shit I seen was a meme of a cartoon, right? Mm-hmm. And it was this white couple, and it really don't matter that the couple was white, but it was a cartoon, it really don't fucking matter. But right. It was a couple coming down the aisle with all this shit, 30 rolls of tissue, 10 cases of water, all types of soaps and hand sanitizer, and it was this helpless old man that was going down the aisle with just a buggy, and all this motherfucker had was like a little cart of fruit. And because it was all that was on the aisles, he's old and slow. Mm-hmm. One, he can't carry all that shit. Two he's moving slow as fuck and he can't get to everything so everything's being grabbed up around him. Right. And that shit literally is what's going on out here. They had to open uh, the grocery stores and the Sam's and the BJ's uh, two hours early or the first two hours that they open, they are allowing it to the elderly.
1: That's dope. Yeah. That's what needs to happen because yeah. those are the people that's affected most by this. hmm I mean, God forbid, we both could have... The virus right now The Ronas Rona. <laughs> but we not uh, You know We might not be Showing any symptoms And that's the cra- I think that's probably The scariest part of this Is the fact that You could have it And not know it And not show no symptoms Like fucking herpes Or something mm-hmm. You could have that shit It's a fucking disease That you that you can't get rid of Or something But you Like with, with Rona You could have it And literally be passing it on To everybody That you contact But because your immune system Is good you're not it's it's not going to come out just like with herpes or something if if you know you're a healthy person you might have one outbreak in your entire life yeah literally and then you might not know what the fuck it is like you exactly. know what I'm saying and it can go away never happen again but you out here passing herpes around <laughs> and you know what I'm saying yeah. pass around like flyers dog and um that's i think that's the the scary part of it is that nobody knows who has it there's no way like I mean you can test for it once but it's like
0: the testing got to hit the markets too.
1: And then it's only once they get the symptoms of it do they get tested for it. And then you can't go to the doctor or go to the hospital cuz you can infect all the other people there. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the fear of the unknown and yeah. which is which is a huge thing um is that that's why we're affecting the, I did hear apparently that they're working on uh getting a vaccine they're going to do human trials. I don't know who that motherfucker is that's doing the doing the trial but uh son god bless your soul donald j trump
0: um you know that
1: nigga ain't even got tested
0: Uh, i told you last thing i heard i don't even know if i told you but he shook the hand or he was on um air force one with the president of brazil the brazilian president contracted the coronavirus
1: man donald trump got that shit And even with these, like, stars and these uh, celebrities, these basketball players, I ain't worried. Idris Elba got it, too. All these rich motherfuckers.
0: Swear they had no symptoms of it.
1: Right. I'm not worried about y'all. Y'all got enough money to boost your immune system to get over that shit. It's only being not. It's a ninety-seven percent survival rate, y'all. Exactly. A lot of people not dying off exactly. of this shit. It's old people whose immune system is weak, and sick it's
0: people whose immune system weak.
1: People who are already sick. Yeah, I ain't worried about this shit. I have not. All i I still wash my hands. I wash my hands every time I go out the bathroom. Unlike these other nasty motherfuckers who go literally take a shit, run water under their shit. And they wipe their hands off on their fucking jeans and go out there and want to shake somebody's hand. That's why I don't want to shake nobody's hand, man. Dap
0: me up. I, Give it, I mean, pound me. You feel I me? I keep it 100, bro. This is the most I've washed my hands over a two weeks span in my life. The most. My hands stay ashy. I don't wash my hands like that. When I used to the bathroom, i wash my hands and shit. But I'm randomly walking into people's houses and places and gyms and shit. I'm washing my hands damn near once every hour. But you know, these are sanitation
1: measures that we, as a people and as the country, should have been doing. This makes me think about something. I went into Chipotle the other day, and Chipotle keeps all their forks and spoons they out. They pulled all that shit. They pulled it all out. Chipotle did that too. And I'm thinking that's smart. You like you that should never be like that.
0: Reducing contact.
1: Yeah, They're it should never be like that. And so I think this is going to be a wake up call. This is going to change a lot of things in America. Uh, Shit, it's like what Dolly Parton said Man, you gotta have a little rain Before you get some sunshine Or before you <laughs> get a rainbow you gotta Go through some bad shit Before we realize what we really need to be implementing in this country On some, on some health measures
0: Now, last thing, I wanna speak on the coronavirus shit yeah. mm-hmm. Trump and his administration uh, Secretary of Treasury Have approved a stimulus package Oh yeah, I heard Everybody's supposed to get a rack a piece and an extra couple hundred dollars if you got a kid. Everybody, that's what I heard. Everybody has pretty much done their taxes. That's what I've heard so far. Everybody who has filed taxes got taxes back. They're supposed to get a thousand dollar stimulus package and an extra two, three hundred per child that you have. That's what I've heard. Or I heard it was like two thousand. I didn't know it was everybody. Shit, where my check at? They just approved it. Well, Senate approved it. I, I don't know how shit checks about all that shit. I don't know how none of that shit worked. But it just got a, the proposal plan has just gotten approved. So I don't know if it goes to a next phase where somebody has to sign off on it or some shit like that. But it just got approved that everybody will get a thousand dollar check and you know two three hundred per child. Mm-hmm. What do you think is gonna happen to this country when that happens? I have a theory. When that happens, uh, <laughs> motherfuckers gonna be buying
1: cars and shit. Like they gonna act like it's state tax refund. You know what I'm saying? Probably blowing it. Uh, who knows? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not relying on it. I'm not expecting it. Yeah. Or anything. I just feel like from what I heard. Uh, and sh- shout out to uh, this dude uh, on Instagram. He was actually on a uh, on a uh, 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 fuck. I think it was Reasons album or. Uh, Somebody album, uh, no, uh, what's what's brother name that was, uh, that he was with, uh, Eminem and shit? He and he and Royce, Royce the five nine, yeah, just dropped the album. Um, and he, uh, had the voice of this dude named Derek Grace,
0: ah, yeah, on the dream seller, yeah,
1: that nigga do be selling dream, but he's selling this, uh, like this post Trump package. Uh, it's like you know, after after Trump, you know. Apparently, a lot of people think it's going to go in a recession. I don't know what's going... Uh, the economy going to go in a recession. I don't know what's going to happen with this little stimulus package. I don't really know. I'm just a bystander and willing to see what the fuck happens so I can come back on this microphone and talk about it. What the fuck you think about that? I don't think nothing crazy
0: Uh, My theory is inflation is going to happen. True. Two theories. Inflation is going to happen real quick. Uh, you remember when the big bag of Doritos was for a dollar? And now they're like $1.70 now. Mm -hmm. Big red bag, about that big. Mm -hmm. It already boosted up in growing cities like Charlotte. Like if you was to go to like four city, North Carolina, I believe those big bags of Doritos would maybe be $1.20, $1.30. Right. I believe after this uh, stimulus thing hits and everybody gets $1,000, those big bags, those medium sized bags of Doritos are going to go up to $2.00. Uh, I see it you see what I'm saying Like inflation is going to happen all around us and before you know it that thousand dollars that most people blew through if the smart ones held on to it they'll burn through that thousand dollars by the end of the year just by holding on to it and having to deal with inflation that's what I believe is going to happen my second theory is Trump did all this to uh, guarantee his win yeah He did all this to guarantee his win. And on the basic, most basic, simplest level, if you don't get this, you're a stupid motherfucker. I'm not judgmental, but if you can't put this two and two together, you are stupid. They put this virus out there or this virus happened and it's causing, uh, at minimum, the Democratic Party to not have rallies right now. Facts. you can't like there's you can't fucking be in a room full of 100 people right now they're right. they're minimizing that law down to you can't be around 10 people at a time
1: they shut down uh polls i think too
0: all that shit um all this shit is to lock trump in for the next four years mm. and to me i'm, I'm a chess player I tip my hat to that man. Right. Look what the fuck he was willing to do to win this next poll. You got some nuts, my nigga. That's
1: what somebody else <laughs> said. They say he's truly the biggest gangster. Like, for real. Bro. Yeah. I
0: respect it. Yeah. I res- Look at... You are willing to sacrifice the lamb to stay in position. Yeah. Uh, and that's just my theory on that whole thing is... This shit happened globally mm-hmm. because this motherfucker wanted to keep us in the house during the voting period.
1: And just like how he worked with Russia... Like I know, to me, this all this shit is planned. Ebola, all this kind of stuff that come out, mm-hmm. it all comes out during the election period. And I think I heard that uh, the uh, the presidential election might actually be pushed back to like May. Or something now i believe instead of november or what it, it usually is is that it could be pushed and everything's gonna be pushed back and what you said about inflation i really see that happening yeah. um now i like had a visual about it shit toilet paper the price of toilet paper probably about we talked about
0: that nine rolls is going for like nine dollars right now that's fucking crazy when it used to be like five six bucks it's crazy three weeks ago
1: and then it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna just increase everything so it's like I don't know if he did something to like help people out. Did any tax cuts? But if he did, he's literally just contradicting all that shit now because inflation is about to happen. He,
0: getting all that money back.
1: He's smart, man. That mo, he is smart. Whoever he got on his team, motherfuckers know what they're doing. Bro. They
0: are. I can't even hate no more. It's like, damn, <laughs> power, bro. This shit is crazy. Like these motherfuckers are some thinkers.
1: One man shouldn't have all that power. Well, damn it, he
0: got it right now. Sure. Um, last question before we get up out of here real quick. Yes, sir. And I'm going to tie it into a, a bottom conversation we can erase off. Okay. Little Dicky show. Hi, <laughs> I'm Dave. I yeah. love that show. You checked it out yet? Not yet. Oh, my God.
1: I'm willing to see it, though. He's he's a good personality. That motherfucker can make me laugh.
0: Yeah. It, yeah. It's kind of bland, but when it when them jokes hit you, oh, my God. Is it like The Office blend? Kind yeah yeah that yeah. that dry sarcastic dry humor. humor it's a mix of the office meets Your enthusiasm
1: oh the showtime show
0: no HBO
1: I mean HBO with, with uh what
0: the fuck is his name
1: that old white dude
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: that's I don't my even, guy why the fuck I forget name. his name Larry David okay yeah, Larry yeah, David yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: that's my guy shout out to Larry David I watch all them shits um it's a mix of that with a young dude and his little dicky. In his stage of trying to come up and rap today, like uh, erase, save that money, erase uh, all his shit he's done. It's literally Lil Dicky trying to establish himself as a rapper today. Mm-hmm. And um, the
1: show is about him trying to establish himself. Yes, okay. and they
0: curb your enthusiasm, the office type of way. In that okay, way. okay. And uh, you know it has its dry points, but it's it's interesting. Uh, not interesting, but it's, it's just it's cool to watch, even if it's. You can go, the show 30 minutes, you can go 20 minutes without laughing at nothing, but it's still intriguing to watch. <laughs> right. And then by the end of the show, that one punchline will make you <laughs> <laughs> chuckle like a motherfucker. Right, right, right. And it'll give you at least one of those uh, per episode. Okay. Um, I'm going to check it out. In the episode that I watched last night with my baby, he asked a question just to open the show out. Uh, it's a black dude on the show. He was like, Would you rather be blind or deaf? oh my god (laughs) and bro said he would rather be blind Uh, I'd rather be deaf I said the same shit I'd rather see than to not hear right but he said he'd rather be blind because he's already seen everything in his lifetime bullshit He wants to hear what the fuck is going on in the
1: room. Bullshit. That's the stupidest thing I've ever fucking heard. And
0: that's the role he plays. This dumb Dumb ass ass. stupid (laughs) motherfucker. But it's funny (laughs) as hell. So my question to y'all is, and y'all can respond I don't care if it's a week from now, a month from now, two, three years from now when y'all go back and hear this episode Would you rather be blind or would you rather be deaf? My answer is deaf. Your answer is deaf. And I'm going to leave episode 56 at this. We will be right back in six days. Anything you want to say before we get up out of here?
1: Wash your fucking hands, y'all. Please. Nasty ass motherfucker. Dirty
0: man. I will never forget. And I hate putting race on this shit. It was a... Call it like you see it, bro. Uh, yeah. Call Cause it, cause it like
1: I'm you see blind, it. I'm not blind nor
0: deaf. <laughs> <laughs> it was an Asian dude in the bathroom. Dude came straight out of the piss stall and walked right back to the gym floor. Nasty as hell. And this is a week or two ago. Week and maybe three, four days ago.
1: I thought you said that was your girl cousin though.
0: No, Whoa. I fucking did. <laughs> hey, she gonna stir <laughs> up with your ass when she sees Hey,
1: hey, I was just playing, girl. We gotta we got make it interesting somehow. You ain't shing. You ain't
0: So, yes, wash your fucking hands. Even if it's nothing, man. I wash my hands damn near every hour on top of that hour right now. I work in dirt and mud, and you know, I don't even dap nobody up. I'm giving elbows and back of my hand type shit, back Word. of my pound. Word. Like, I'm not connecting with none of you motherfuckers. Um, is that it? God bless everybody, man. Check us out again, NBA. Pray, because we don't know what the fuck's finna happen. I'm out. Chip. And that's going to do it for another episode of Me Blanc Amigo, episode 56, Proposition Over Purpose. i like to thank every last one of y'all that made it all the way out here, a quarter of the way out here, a half of the way out here. Hey, I appreciate you. <laughs> Tune in next time. You already know we're getting more litter, 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 more titter, titter, titter. Follow my Instagram at R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. Again, that's R-O-B-E-I-W-H-Y. And like always, like always, like always, baby, like my shit, comment on my shit, and subscribe to my shit like the motherfucking white girls out in the valley say. I'm out.